1: to a brand new season of the Attacking Scrum podcast. Thank you very much indeed for downloading. And uh, thanks very much to everyone who gave us some feedback on our special that we did with Bernard Jackman down at the Dragons uh, training facilities in Astrid Monarch. Uh, had loads of people uh, tweet during the week. So uh, big thanks to, to everyone who kind of took the time to do that. Uh, as always at this point, say so if, you, if you can drop us a review on iTunes, that's even better because it does help us out and it means... That people can find our podcast a bit more easily. Uh, iTunes gives it a bit of uh, a bit of special treatment the more uh the more reviews you get. So if you're able to do that as well, that'd be absolutely fantastic. And of course, if you do that, we will give you a big shout out on air. And of course, I can't do this alone. Uh, reunited with I was gonna say halfback partner there, but uh, there's no way I'm playing halfback. Um so, yeah, I'm going to have, to have to rethink that one quite drastically. But we're back in Dan Killick's kitchen again. Dan, how are you doing?
0: Very well, Jed. Very well indeed. I've uh, had a couple of craft ales this afternoon. Yeah? And uh, suitably oiled. That's good. Good um, pre-season? Yeah, very have good pre-season, put a fair bit of work in. Um, I'm uh, tip-top and raring to go. That's good. So what were you uh, concentrating on, fitness particularly, was it? Yeah, a bit of fitness, aerobic. Um, little bit of weight, um, as you, you can probably tell. Yeah. But um, yeah, more basically, just getting my head straight. Really looking forward to uh, getting to getting stuck in. Um, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. It's, um, the lion seems like so far. It does really, doesn't it? Yeah. Yeah, it seems like it was years ago. Yeah. Um, yeah. I needed a bit of time off actually after mm. that because it was it was emotional, really, wasn't it? It was.
1: It was, yeah, and it was just it was uh, special especially and then obviously doing this on the side you know alongside our day jobs and stuff it's starts to take its toll after a bit so actually I think yeah you're right a little bit of um, a little bit of time off definitely helped in that regard but here we are again saying off air raring to go I just can't wait for the season to begin
0: yeah, there yeah I know it's, it's it's quite tough isn't it when you've got you know as long as you've got a short period where you haven't got the rugby you, you feel as if you're okay but you know any longer than that it starts to uh it starts to take its toll a bit now, so yeah, I'm itching for the uh for the the competition to get going, obviously there's been a fair bit of change as well hasn't there well they have but I'm going to start just by having a quick chat about the league itself,
1: like you alluded to there, Dan, when we last did one of these, there was twelve teams
0: in the league, and now there's fourteen of them excited by it I am excited, yeah i mean i'll, I'll throw a question straight back to you. did you think that we'd be uh, we'd be sitting here this soon? With you know, going from the Pro 12 to the Pro 14,
1: no, it's I don't I very don't. quickly. Is. Yeah, and it's a financial thing. We all know the league's in trouble, and this is an, an opportunity to to get some more funding, which they had to take. Uh, I think I said before, you know, it does it smacks a bit of desperation, but at the same time, I think it was a move that's kind of had to be done. I don't
0: think it's so ideal. It, it is desperate. Yeah, it's been a desperate position, isn't it, for a yeah. long time, and there was. Something had, something had to change, didn't it? And, uh, yeah, I mean, I, I don't... I'm f- taking
1: it as a positive. Yeah, the, the, the positive is the money it brings, and that's definitely needed. Six, I, six million. Something along those lines, mm. isn't it? Yeah, I don't think that, you know, if you'd have said... We often say that we sit here kind of, you know, dreaming away in idealistic terms. If you'd have said, right, what's the way that we can improve the product... Of the Pro 12, I don't think bringing in the two rejects, South African regions, would probably have been top of my agenda. But you know, if the money helps to facilitate that and it, and it keeps the way going, then I, you know, I think it's probably something that's just that's just got to be done as they go into the next you know next set of um, TV rights, which is going to be absolutely crucial. Yeah. So as the you know, so if even if the the product is more entertaining this year, then when it goes into the the TV. Um, negotiations for next season that 's going to be absolutely pivotal because if they get an increased TV deal, then there is an opportunity to uh, yeah to, to turn the the pro what is now the pro 14 into something you know a, a better product than it has been in the past
0: yeah I think, I think Martin and I and, and his pals have done a pretty impressive job really in, a, in such a short period of time. To actually get to this position where we 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 actually have a Pro Fourteen, because it was it's, it's happened incredibly quickly, isn't it? And for for him and his guys to negotiate that six million pound odd, you know, increase is is quite significant, I think, isn't it? You yeah. know? it is In definitely. But again, it's, it's drawn out. Yeah, that, the situation has been drawn
1: out of desperation on both sides. So obviously, the Southern Kings and the Cheetahs losing their. Place in Super Rugby needed somewhere to go. They needed, you know, South African Rugby Union. All the administration there needed to do something with these teams. Obviously, it's been seen as an opportunity by yeah. Martin and I and the the rest of the uh, the, the kind of the Pro 12 administrators and but yeah, it's I, I, of, I agree. A bit of negotiating, yeah, of course, of course
0: it there's is. Of course Desperation on both sides. So sometimes you can, you're almost so keen to. To actually, you know, get get a deal in because otherwise it's, you know, for obviously the South African teams they're absolutely desperate, mm. aren't they, on rock bottom? And then to to be fair, the Pro 12 was in a and and arguably still is in a very very shaky state. You know, you end up sort of settling on something that 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 doesn't quite work. I mean, it's not it's not going to completely change the whole setup. Six million pounds, is it? But it's it's a it's a welcomed amount. Yeah, it is definitely um, and like you know, like I was saying there.
1: If they get a better TV deal next time round because it's a better product, then things start to move in the the right direction. What I would say is you know, Southern Kings and the the Cheetahs can look closer to home for the damage of expanding too quickly and without a, a clear route because that's what's happened in Super Rugby and that's why teams are getting cold. You know, in, in addition to these teams, you've obviously got the situation in Australia where they're in a lot of a lot of bother financially, and they've um canned the western force, which you know it looks as though there's a messy kind of court case yeah ahead there potentially
0: it's so messy that it is
1: messy and I just think that's you know it's i i don't think they really had a choice other than to to have a crack at this financially, but I think this has been the result of you know a kind of neglected tournament um over the over a number of years, you know, the, the expansion with Italy hasn't worked, it hasn't made it a better product. Would you, it's would you cut it. them, like, cut the Italian teams, you know, and if we're being if we're being I if you look at it holistically for want of a better word, it's not great to tin off Italy because you need to grow um, Italian rugby, right? But should that fall on the door of what was essentially a Celtic rugby alliance? No, and it's devalued the competition having them in there because they're both pretty awful,
0: and they're not helping. They're, they're not helping. They're not doing any. No, but they're not. They're not doing anything to help. There's a lot of help coming forward for them, but mm. they're not actually helping themselves. That's that's what it feels yeah. like, doesn't it? They're, they're, you've got you've got to do something yourself, haven't you?
1: Yeah, and, and I
0: yeah, I don't. Just I personally, I would have. I would have. A lot of people are saying, you know, they would have. They would have cut them.
1: Yeah, and, I would have. I and think. replaced
0: them with the South African teams, and then you have still got you know 12 you teams 12, yeah. it's slightly easier then to I'm sure we'll go on to it but the, the well, let's, conferences yeah. you know. let's head
1: straight into it I mean that's the other thing is this conference system is something that's quite alien to to fans of, of British rugby really isn't it and obviously Super Rugby has it but it's something that's very different to what we've been used to growing up where you play teams home and
0: away yeah it's well, I mean, we're not going to know how it's going to how it's going to pan out until it's actually taken place. It's going to be, you know, interesting. Come the end of the season, we can have a little look at it, and I think it'll just it'll change organically over the over over the time, probably, because you know, everyone's well, the, the the top guys have come out and said that they, they don't actually quite know how this is going to work, but we've got to start somewhere, and we'll see how it goes. But it's incredibly messy from the outset isn 't it the whole thing I do, yeah the whole thing I think is really
1: messy from a you know this whole thing is about improving I keep saying improving the product, but that 's what it is you know people talk about the Premier League in football and you know even the English Premiership in rugby as being good products because and that that 's because there's you know there 's great rivalry between those teams between the teams in there um that 's because they 've got some great headline players in there. It's you know it is a good tournament. I oh, moving to a conference system is just another kind of potential pitfall for me because yeah, I agree. I know you know this is not the most confusing thing in the world, but it's just not as clear cut, and that I think is, is something that's potentially a bit of a a bit of a worry
0: going into the season. Yeah, because it's such a shaky. Because it's such a shaky league. We, we need it to be really simple, don't yeah. we? And, and have it that everyone understands it because it, it's quite, it's difficult, yeah. isn't it? How, you know, what is it? There's two, you know, these two conferences. What's a conference? It's in, in, a, in a league that, you know, gets laughed at, I suppose, at yeah. times. You need it to be so simple that it's obvious and this isn't it.
1: But that's what I mean is I almost think that that Italian expansion, whenever that was, seven or eight years ago, watered down the league so much that you know if you had ten teams in the league that were from Wales, Ireland and Scotland, you still have that identity of it being a Celtic league and it's easier to understand whereas now it becomes a mishmash conference of kind of the waifs and strays of European and South African rugby. Yeah. It's not um, it's not an easy thing to market that. You know what I mean. Whereas with the the English Premiership, you're able to draw on that amazing history of of Leicester versus Bath, that kind of rivalry, and you know which, the, the big clashes. And which and we I, can't get. And I know we can't get that. But the one thing we do know in the the works is the is the All Derbies. You know, we yeah. we know that, and we know and they've been big... they've been very careful of protecting those. They? Well, of course because they have. And obviously, obviously, that's not you know that's born out of the fact that we know that there's good gate receipts off the back of them. And I don't know. I, I just think that the the problem is that there is no history between the Southern Kings and and the Scarlets. <laughs> and the the problem you've got there is, you know, it's going to take a long yeah. time to to develop those well, those only, kind of things. There's no geographical yeah.
0: the only the only thing that's either. really going to grab you on that is is a great quality game. Mm. And for me. One of the biggest things that needs looking at is the refereeing because Yeah, it's been appalling so far. Yeah, and to and so, you know, up to this date, generally know, the standard of of, of Pro Twelve It's been referees been awful. It's been awful, isn't it? no you know, you don't want to to criticize referees because you know they they're, they're trying their best. But some of these games, you know, you and I could could step in there and and arguably do a better job. It, it it's been appalling, isn't it? And now when the product is is you know everything's got to be scrutinised. If the the referees, you know, the, Nigel Owens when he refs the mm. games, invariably he ends up turning the game into something absolutely brilliant. he, yeah. did, it, he did it did it on the weekend, didn't he? Again with uh, the New Cup game. Yeah. But, yeah, would it have been would it have been the same affair if someone else had refed it? It probably wouldn't have. You know, he's he's involved in so many of these games now that it has to be down to him that these games are going that well. And on the you know on the on the Pro 14 now we need refs that can actually you know ref the game well and turn it into a product where because we haven't got the rivalries like you and I would watch a game you know Ponty versus Card- and you know Ponty versus Cardiff for instance it could be an absolutely shocking affair but brutal and we'd love yeah. it what's going to make us watch these games is quality rugby and, that, and yeah. outside of that you, you, well, otherwise it's, not it's quality
1: rugby or it's you know for so long this league was you know you had um, every basically everyone kind of qualified for Europe you know even in the old days I remember you know you had Dragons finishing 10th in the league or whatever and they still had an opportunity to go through via a playoff you know it was so watered down that it was just a development league you know particularly the Irish uh, provinces were you know, would rest loads of their players ahead of the European games. So for a long time, it wasn't competitive, and you know, it's you're still um, you're still very much inheriting those problems. Now, you know, I, I, obviously it's a lot more competitive, but you look at it and go, okay, well, European qualification is there's seven out of the fifteen qualify and my understanding of it is it's the top 7 in terms of points so you might have won from one conference won from another again I still don't understand that stuff whereas at least if you're watching a clear cut again you watch the you watch the English premiership and go okay right well I know who's in Europe and who isn't it's a lot more straightforward just by looking at one table so again I think the conference thing worries me um again the you know the the teams it would be interesting to see how they how they get on, uh, obviously, there's the travel thing to factor in
0: as it's well. Probably quite exciting for them, I think. Yeah. Well, it's more exciting than not existing, and that's yeah. I mean, it's which it could have which could mm. have happened, couldn't it? It was. It was the, it, I, I'm not I, sure I,
1: they'd be licking their lips at Zebra, you know, having Zebra away and going, "Oh, it's the, the
0: clash I've always wanted." No, with this, with this, but with the South African sides coming in, you know, going away, and uh, what do you think about the fans? You know, people saying, oh, you know, from a fan's perspective, you know, you, you know, play, you know, the Scarlets playing mm. against the, you know, the Kings. Um, do you think that's got any legs? Because a lot of people have thought that, you know, there's no way real support anyway in the league. It's, it's just, it just doesn't exist. So the chat that, you know, f- what, what about fans is, is ridiculous because nobody goes anyway you know really to, to you know, there's, there's a small mm. very very small proportion that, that travel outside of that and you've got to ask yourself why that is
1: and I think we've already covered those reasons one is geographical you know it's hard, if you've got a Friday night game mm. in Glasgow and you live in um, and you live in Neith that's a pretty big trek you know you got to take um, you've got to take time off work if you want to do that and you know, hats off to the fans who do who do that. And, and, and scarlets travel travel well,
0: to be fair, yeah. them, don't they? They 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 they're one of the best, aren't they? But it's um, it's going along. It's the funny lines, you should so
1: say scarlets when I said someone who lives in Neath But yeah, there we go. Let's, let's <laughs> not get into the postcode there. Uh, no, um, yeah. The postcode rather, um any further. So you know, I know what you mean. But again, look, people um, away support is something that's so low on the administrators um, the administrators uh, agenda you, you know they, they don't care if people have got to go away to South Africa to be fair what I would say they to can't, the conference to thing
0: they, no. can't, they can't care about that it, 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 it can't come into it can it because it's that it's it's that shaky isn't really, it mm. in terms of you know, the
1: league itself it's the one thing about the conference system is it does mean you've only got one away trip to South Africa across the course of a season are we going to go it's tempting, isn't it? If we could rustle up the money again, if we could get a sponsor, trip, uh, it? if we could get you know South African Airways to sponsor us on a trip over there, uh, that w- that wouldn't be bad, would it? It wouldn't be bad, yeah. If only they were listening. Yeah, exactly. Well, who knows? You never know. Message them. Yeah, that's it. I think maybe yeah, maybe we need to we need to get on that one. I suppose moving away from kind of the the politics and the the shock of all this. And you know, as we kind of look ahead to the season, as we say, we're going to be previewing all the Welsh regions in detail uh, across the course of the week. But just having a you know, having a look, having seen, um, having seen the league last year, having seen you know some of the action that's that's taken place in pre-season. You know, you've seen a bit of the Kings and the Cheetahs during Super Rugby. Who's your kind of tip to to win the league this year? Who do you who do you fancy?
0: I think the well, I mean, the scarlets are going to be in a are in a pretty good pretty good shape, and I think suddenly Lee Halfpenny is is a very very good move because his mm-hmm. kicking you know, his kicking ability is is going to be massive, isn't it? And he'll you know be, he'll be kicking points that ultimately they would have they wouldn't have got. Um, you, you fancy him to back it up, back to back. I cycles? do, I do actually. Yeah, I think, interesting. I think the scarlets. I think it's going to be another great season. Just with the coaching, the coaches they have got there as well. I think Pivak and and Stephen Jones. They're almost they're in their infancy together, aren't they? Mm. They, they they were it was a mighty impressive um, sort of combo last season. I just think they're going to go from strength to strength. we'll see some changes as well in the way in which they play. I think they'll mix it up a bit. Um, so uh, yeah, we'll. Uh, but for me, they'll be they'll be the ones. What okay,
1: who's. Yeah, I, I think it's. I think it's going to be. You know, it's going to be tough to, to follow. Um, to follow it up. And like like say, we'll we'll preview the the scarlets in depth. Again, I think it's it's the Irish provinces that are going to be that are going to be the strongest, and they won't have enjoyed the, you know, the the beatings they had in the in the semi in the final with you know Leinster and Leinster losing the
0: semi finals and Munster getting hammered in the final. It was strange that they did. They just completely fell apart. They, they did both of and- them and. Yeah, I mean, they're, they're, be- they're better than... Well, Leinster are certainly better. I mean, well, Munster, than, yeah. Munster were hammered, and Leinster... They're better than how
1: they played, aren't they, Leinster? Oh, I mean, yeah, yeah. Both, both those sides are, and Leinster couldn't beat a 14-man Scarlets, mm. you know, so you should definitely take nothing away from the Scarlet because both of those performances were, you know, were a side kind of at the peak of their powers. But I do think that, you know, Leinster just had this amazing knack of... Bringing through talent mm. and bringing through local talent, and you know, into the mix, they've got um, Scott Fardy has has joined them from the Brumbies, and he's you it's know great. he's a, a he's a fantastic play, player with a fantastic you know fantastic beard potential as well, and mm. so you know he's he's a really good astute yeah, signing, right? I think. Um, then also James James Lowe's joined them from, that uh, from to the, comp- the Chiefs. Compare these signings to some of the Welsh signings. Well, exactly. Yeah. I mean, so I well, mean, that's you can't compare them, can you? Yeah, exactly. And that's that's very tough. And I, I think likewise, you know, Munster have Munster have recruited has recruited well with a few, um, you know, a few kind of uh, astute signings of their own. So you know, JJ Hanrahan coming back from Northampton. Obviously, a player who knows the uh, um, knows the setup over there. Um, um, Played there for a for a number of years, and then again, you know, you expect to see those players come through the academy.
0: He's and an interesting chap, isn't he? Because he was he was tipped to be like the guy, yeah. And um, it hasn't quite happened for him, but yeah, he's he's obviously a quality quality guy with a great rugby brain. Yeah, and I'm sure he'll have learnt from being at from being at Saints.
1: But you know, likewise, I, I imagine he's pretty keen to get back to you know to get back to Munster and. You know, I suppose there's almost a little bit of un- unfinished business there, really, isn't it You know, I'm sure he'll want to come back and prove um, that it's not a nostalgic signing, and that he's, a- you know, he's able to, um, you know, he's able to offer something. Obviously, what, you've, what we've kind of again, this this does feel like an age ago. It was a very tough year for them last year with everything that mm-hmm. happened with Anthony Foley. You know, Anthony Foley's sad passing, and you know that will have no doubt taken its toll on. Him. And while I'm sure it it galvanised them for a certain point of the. Um, a certain part of the season it's, that must have been very very tough
0: particularly as it's kind of something of a transitional monster side I thought it did, did well actually yeah. with, with the uh, the players that they had because they didn't really I think they were a little bit rudderless they didn't really know where who they were what they were doing at times but they they sort of came together didn't they and and dogged out some, some good wins and then it sort of momentum and it, it went on from there but yeah there. it's going to I think it'll be I think it's it's not going to be their season just yet but they'll they will be they will be a force I think I think in 12 months time they'll be back to where Munster are old yeah and, and stuff for me are the, are the side that they're just going to be mighty dangerous aren't they yeah and they always are you know it's
1: incredibly incredibly tough place to go you know they've they've turned um, what I say turned the RDS is, is, is a fortress isn't it it's a tough place to um, it's a tough place to go and win, which again makes the uh, makes that scarlets win in the semi final all the more yeah. all the more impressive. So,
0: God, that was good.
1: Yeah, it really was, wasn't it? You know, we we said it at that point. It was, you know, it's one of the most important victories in the in the history of Welsh professional club rugby, and you know, I don't know, I don't think you can underestimate that because. Leinster are just such a, a tough side to uh, to beat, but yeah, I agree. I, I think it, I think you're right. They're going to be, they're definitely going to be a side that, um, you know, that will kind of that will come out and and challenge, um, because they just they just that's what they do. You know, perennially they're always there. They're always tough side, yeah. battle hardened, and like I say, they they just produce fantastic talent. You look at players like Carberry who come through there as well. And I expect him to to kick on even further um this season there's lots of there's lots of those kind of those talents that that they have within their ranks and i i can see them you know being um being very much a um a very tough side to um tough side to beat. so i can i can imagine them being there at the uh at the end should we just have a quick look at the conferences as well mm. like i said again i'm not, not sure how detailed you've you've kind of studied these but conference a is uh Cardiff Blues, Cheetahs, Connacht, Glasgow Warriors, Munster, Ospreys and Zebra. Then you've got Treviso Dragons, Edinburgh, Leinster, Scarlets, Southern Kings and Ulster in Conference B. So, the I suppose it's, it's more difficult now, isn't it? Because it's not just like, OK, they will play each other home and away. You've then got this... <laughs> they, they'll all play each other home and away. Then you've got a round where they go against each other and um, yeah so they, they'll play every side in the other conference once then there's the derbies that follow up on top of that so yeah like I say it's just not it's not an easy thing to just kind of sit there and go okay right well I um, I know exactly what I fancy to get out
0: of these get out of these conferences it's hard enough just, just looking at it it is really isn't, isn't it, it? Yeah. Do, you they, do you think they could have done it made it simpler I
1: simplified the whole. Well, like we said, if you if you sack off the Italian teams who are bringing nothing to the party either on the pitch or by way of by way of broadcast revenue, then the reality is you still have a team of twelve. You play home and away. I think that'd be a lot easier. Mm. Um, I think that would have been much better. But fourteen is that too much? I think the the travel was the other thing. You know, by having one team. Um, you know, by only having one South African team in each conference, it minimises the amount of travel. So that's the other thing to to kind of bear in mind. But yeah, the, I don't know. For me, it's just a it's an alien concept.
0: It's still peculiar, isn't it? There's, yeah, there's a, there's a South African, you know, South African sides in the league. You know, I know it had to happen, but it's just it's just odd, isn't it?
1: It is odd, and it just doesn't make it an easy thing to.
0: It doesn't make it easy
1: to market it to people outside of core kind of rugby support. You know, because we sit here, we do this every week and, you know, you have to keep up with the latest kind of comings and goings of um, of Pro 12 slash 14 rugby. Now, if you're, you know, if you're trying to attract a wider audience, having a mishmash league with teams from here and there, not based on any kind of meritocracy, you know, it's not even like this, all the South African sides are in there. It's the two worst ones have ended up being in there It's really weird, and that it's just not a clear product for people to buy. You know, if you had had to explain it to someone who wasn't a rugby fan, you'd be like, "All right, well, the sides from uh, from Wales and Ireland, and a couple of the South Africans, and some Italians, and then the Scottish sides as well. They play each other. All right, okay, well, they they play home. Well, no, it's split into two conferences, and then you've got um, they would have switched off even before, you know." well before that's the bit that's the bit I'm worried about is the long term. And you, but you're right. If it lights up on the pitch, it becomes a different. But that's the only hope. proposition. That's, the,
0: that's 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 the hope, isn't it? And these mm. sides, they're not, they're not, they're not that. They're not bad sides, are they? You know, they're playing. They're obviously the worst yeah. of of the tournament that they were actually in. But they're it, I don't know. How do you reckon they'll get on?
1: I, well, I I imagine that they're going to bring you know that that physicality that South African teams always do. No doubt there'll be good um good ball skills there as well. I I wonder whether the, the travelling thing is gonna be very difficult for them. And yeah, you you kinda of wonder about that a little bit. Obviously that's gonna be a much a much tougher proposition for them, you know, having to kind of work in this kind of tour thing. But I guess you're used to that from
0: Super Rugby, are you? Yeah, I think I think so. I think for them it'll be it's a fantastic opportunity. They'll be playing in front of, you know, they'll all, they'll be playing for contracts, won't they, as well? Because with it within their own team, but also with with you know, they'll be thinking of the English, you know, the English setup. The French will be having a look, and there will there are going to be eyes on the league now. I think because of this, it, it could open up something.
1: Well, the the other South African teams feels like the the natural route.
0: Yeah, given the you know the
1: Zanzar agreements coming towards the end of um towards the end of its current terms, you've then got you know, this is potentially a solution yeah. for them if they wanted to work over. Now that then becomes something a bit different, I guess.
0: Yeah. You can imagine, yeah, if you're if you're coaching them, I mean, you'd be you'd be talking you'd be saying to them that you're in a quite a privileged position. Mm. actually you can turn this into a massive positive, can't you? That they're ahead of the game in a way. Um, because it is a transitional period, isn't it, over there? There's there's undoubtedly gonna be Some big, big changes over the next couple of years, I think, anyway.
1: One thing that was mooted by senior figures within South African rugby was that there could be a possibility of almost splitting the Test side into South African, uh, sorry, yeah, into South African-based players, Southern Hemisphere-based players, and Northern Hemisphere-based players. So when they tour in the autumn, they would utilise much more players from the Kings and um, and the Cheetahs and potentially some of the players playing in France and England versus when they play in the rugby championship
0: mm.
1: and they use the players who are based at South African
0: based franchises that's, that to me seems like quite a worrying thing what about you? yeah I, I, that's for that me that's nonsense in, unless you've got they haven't got the strength and depth for that I mean to compete have they? I mean, at the moment, they, If you if you look at them, they're going fairly well at the moment. Well, they've had yeah. a couple of wins, and they? they beat they beat Argentina. I think they're well, they're five and five mm. re- currently, but they haven't got. If you, if you look at it based on last season, you can't build anything yeah. around that, can you? you? You've got two separate bits then, and it's not gonna. It just won't work, will it? Because you need you need to. You need that sort of cohesion, don't you? Of, of understanding and
1: well, we, we spoke about the importance of keeping the lions. Side United and not having people in the midweek side, you know, alone splitting things northern and southern hemisphere, which he did, yeah, brilliantly, didn't he? Well, I think if you exclude the geography six debacle, but let's not get into Lions now, because no, but there's been no more chat on that, has there? So well, no, because then, like we said, because ultimately, it was a successful tour because they drew they drew the
0: series. Gatland, uh, uh, not Gatland, sorry, um, uh, O'Driscoll said um, basically. In a roundabout way, in his way, apologised to he to to Corey Hill. But yeah, in his way, it wasn't an apology, but
1: yeah, I mean, I, you know, I'm, I'm sure it was meant in the right way. I think. Yeah, uh, you know, to kind of give the benefit of a it. bit of a tip of the cap to um, a bit of a tip of the cap to Corey Hill. Just to wrap up on the league then, before we get onto the um, into preview in the the Welsh regions. I Kind of said, you know, who do you fancy it? any dark horses? Out there, any sides you gonna you look at and think, right? They might cause a bit of a surprise this year. Not, not
0: massive, not not massively for me. I think I think Ulster, are a team that are that are due, you know, they they've invested so much over the years in the squad, haven't they? And they've underperformed really. Mm. I mean, people, I've said it before. You know, people have said, oh no, they, you know, they haven't. They're always there, but with the amount of money that they put in, they should they should have got more out of. Out of, uh, out of what they put in, do you think? I mean, yeah, I do. in recent In recent years, definitely, I think yeah.
1: you kind of can't argue with that, and have invested again over the summer. You know, kind of, um, I suppose, maybe not to the same level of the years gone by with massive, kind of, um, what's the word? Marquee signings, but um, they do have one of these in Christian Lellafane, who's uh, who's mm-hmm. coming over. Which, yeah, in. In itself is a remarkable story, you know, a guy who's yeah. um, who's fought yeah. leukemia to to come back and play, which is Brilliant. absolutely fantastic. Um, but you know, kind of putting that to side for a I moment, he's a he's a class act with it as well, isn't he?
0: Oh, he's a yeah, he's a, he's a great player, and it'll be exciting to see him. i in terms of teams, you know, coming back to your question, I think that the Irish sides are going to be the ones. They're all they're all going to be up there, aren't they? Really. Mm. Um, I think even I think even even Conant will be, you know, right up there as well. Welsh sides will probably sort of compete at times, but fade away, and then the rest will have to wait and see, won't we? But it's the Irish that wins that wins to watch.
1: Yeah, I th- yeah, I, th- I think you're right, and we've kind of alluded to that. I'm I'm intrigued to see how Glasgow go this year. I think they they kind of really had something, um, you know, they developed a really exciting way of um, of playing the game I think it's a really good side to watch and um, again it's been an interesting kind of summer of um, of comings and goings you know so again you've, you've got Mark Bennett there I thought was a really classy player he's yeah, left good. to he's left to join Edinburgh he's a good um, player isn't he yeah, yeah and I think that's I think that, that'll that be that'll yeah. definitely be um, a loss
0: to them you yeah. know and then a loss. Come- yeah just on him a lot has come off him isn't it like they've they built. I think they built a lot of their game around him mm. when he when he was involved. Anyway, um, was he picked up an injury, didn't he? But yeah, that'll be a that's a loss. I think. Yeah, I think so. It'd, it'd be it'd be interesting to see how he goes at Edinburgh as well.
1: But then, um, you know, a couple of interesting replacements in the back. So Rory Jackson, uh, who's a player, you know, obviously been was in and around the Scottish setup for a long time, had a bit of a resurgence in his career at. Uh, who's at Wasps for a while um, and then he, yeah, he joins from Harlequins so that'll be interesting and then Adam Hastings who's Gavin Hastings' son um, young player who's, who's kind of come through the, the Bath Academy um, he, turns, he turns up there as well so he's kind of 21 now again has, has played kind of a um, you know been in all of those age grade sides and obviously has the, uh, the genetics to go with it so it'll be interesting to see how um, how he goes and whether you know whether he's able to to nail down that starting spot, but so yeah, I don't know. I, Glasgow could be an, it could be an interesting one um, for me, and likewise in Scotland, I think you know Edinburgh were dire last last term; they were really really poor. Um, again, obviously we've said the kind of Mark Bennett joinings um, is definitely a good a good boost for um, a good boost for them, but uh, I think the big the biggest change for them is Richard Cockrell coming in as as head coach I think that's going to add an awful lot mm. I think you know he's
0: toughen up, wouldn't you? yeah
1: I think so you know obviously he's an uncompromising player I think he's an uncompromising coach um, bit of a strange scenario you know him kind of leaving Leicester so I don't know I think that could be that, I'm not saying they're going to go and win it but they are
0: a side that I think will um, will benefit from that change in coach yeah it's a good it's a good shout to Edinburgh because he he's the type of guy Cockrell isn't he that he'll he'll be he's, he's annoyed and frustrated at what happened at Leicester mm. and probably quite rightly so the way the way he was uh, you know sort of yeah. dismissed then or whatever you want to call it but he um, he'll have the bit between his teeth now when he at Edinburgh I think he'll make a he'll make a, a there'll be a very very tough side to to beat one especially at home they just got to work on their away their away form haven't they um so, yeah that's a good shout, actually there probably be what will, there will be ones to watch well then? maybe
1: yeah i don't know I, I think if you're looking for a genuine dark horse i'd kind of i'd go for that um, the south african side i think it? it's no definitely not but i think they'll be improved I, I i don't know if i'd be if i'd be part of a cash for a uh, mm-hmm. but i do think they'll definitely benefit from Cockrell um, from Cockerell coming in and and any kind of players you're particularly excited about watching kind of leaving the the Welsh regions to to one side for a moment. Any kind of players from from those other outfits that you think uh, you know could take the um, take the lead by storm.
0: Apart from the Welsh, I was going to I was going to take it straight on to the Welsh. I and... know,
1: but then you've you've ruined our remaining couple of hours worth of uh, <laughs> of podcast not you. So I'm going to have to i have to get you uh, get you kind of away from uh, away from the Welsh ones for uh, for a minute. What about you know? What about the you know? Without which the lead you. Uh, too much. You know, if you're looking at the the Irish sides that you seem to fancy, anyone in particular from um, from those sides who you're, you're kind of looking forward to uh, looking forward to watching? Yeah, you, men-
0: you mentioned him, him earlier, Joey. Yeah, um, Carbery at uh, Lens there I think he's he's a very sort of balanced player, isn't he? Because he's not, he doesn't look that physical, but he's he's obviously got a presence about him that he just sort of shrugs people off. He looks. He's he's just very free and easy, isn't he? But he's a lovely guy to just watch. Um so he's one I think that'll that I'll look forward to seeing throughout the uh throughout the season. Yeah, it's a good shout. I I, I do really like Joe Carr really. He's
1: a um versatile, clever footballer, has the the kind of the raw um the raw skills to, to cause trouble in, in any kind of back line. So he's he's definitely um, yeah, he's definitely a, a player that um, a player you, you'd expect to to cause more trouble um, uh, this time around Player I'm going to go for same club, but I you know I guess he's um, he's at an interesting point within his career now, and that's Sean Cronin, the yeah. hooker. You may you may remember that Dan Big is probably still having nightmares about getting gassed by him uh, yeah. in a game uh, a game with the Limited at the, Liberty at the mean, end of last season. A lot of people have been gassed by him. He yeah. is seriously quick. Hey, do you know what he's a player? Seriously pacy. I remember watching him, um, you know, watching him right at the right at the start of his career, just seeing the, the pace and the um, he's and the physicality. Quick. He, he is, and he, he's thirty one years old now as well. And he's, he's, he's a player I'm kind it. of it's astonished busy. by that um, he's not. You know, obviously, you know, he's a, he's achieved fifty odd fifty old caps for Ireland, but so much of that has been been off the bench. You know, I, I just he's you can such imagine a more specimen. On, I'd be like, I'd, I'd be
0: desperate yeah. to fit him in that side imagine being in the pub and being like oh, you know I'll, I'll, I'll give you a race and people are like, oh, I'll, I'll definitely definitely be this guy and he and sets he's, up he's
1: hustling people yeah, yeah. He's,
0: hustling. yeah he's hustling a few quid on it <laughs> yeah but um, yeah so he's won he's won for you is he he's yeah awesome. I think so well he always adds something doesn't he mm. he's, he's a he's a real sort of catalyst I, I'm, I'm another player that I'm quite looking forward to seeing is Ruddock um, Rhys Ruddock yeah, yeah, he's, yeah he's a hard uncompromising chap isn't he um that hasn't really he hasn't really been given a a go really as in the international ship, no and you? it's uh, it's
1: tough isn't it you know again yeah. there, there's so much competition in the there, irish back row but He's a good player though. He is a good player yeah he is um and again, i think it's that kind of depth that that puts leinster yeah, right, right amongst about it. It you know when yeah. you you just look at that you know throughout every kind of position they've just got those um yeah, those kind of really, you know, again, Reese Wright's probably going to be, you know, he might be in and around the Irish squad, he might not, but he's one of those players who will be able to come in and do a job, and you know, there's just so, so much depth they've got there in the um, in the back row. You know, obviously the Heathcliff and O'Brien and and Jordy Murphy and these players are um, and Van der Flier. You know, they're yeah. they're all internationals, and yeah. um, and when they play together, they. Yeah, they can cause um, a huge amount of trouble. But then you've got you've got players like uh, Jack Conan in there and um, and Dan Levy. These are people who will come in and will. It just it just means that whenever they rotate the lineup, there is still that Quality. huge amount of strength and depth. Um, so yeah, I, you know I think yeah you, you're probably quite right because to the front as well. I mean the, yeah, again yeah, the the depth that they've got there. Um, you have see a player like Keane Healy who's, who's suffered from injury for a uh, for a long time and is now back, and Jack McGrath having benefited from a you know from a, a Lions summer, yeah it's it's absolutely mad really isn't it? When you look at the um the um the, sh- the sheer amount of it's
0: options past them isn't it? When you're looking at you're looking at those names there. Yeah, if it was you know, if it was on
1: paper, and obviously I think Ringrose as well is a player who's got yeah almost a bit of a pointer pre because I thought he's, he's got that raw X factor that. Makes him, you know, he's a really exciting player to watch, and kind of felt like when he left the um when he's left out of the uh, of the lion squad, which I thought was a little bit, um, yeah, I thought he was a little bit unlucky to be honest. Um, I think you know he'll he'll go again. He's a young man. He'll, he'll go into this season one into the, might well be. You know, but you just never know with rugby, Because it's you know you're only yeah. ever one injury away from, um, from uh, yeah, from you know missing out on yeah. um, missing out on something as as big as the lions. So. Yeah, there we go. We've ended up talking about the Lions even now, um, but we should probably try and we should probably try and tone that down for the next three and a half years, shouldn't we? And uh, and, stri- <laughs> and string out when we, ha- we get to We're going to have to
0: have another Lions, another Lions chat, I reckon, in a couple of weeks. Do you think? Yeah, it's just it, like it, it, it kind of like it deserves it. Withdrawal symptoms. Yeah. yeah, we should bring it to it. One that playing in the background.
1: Maybe, but with any with any luck, um, the uh, the newly revamped Pro 14 is going to keep us busy enough for the. Uh, uh, for the foreseeable, uh, sorry, right. We've got loads coming up um, later on in the week, so do make sure you check out uh, the our in-depth previews. On the uh, I say in-depth, as in-depth as you and me chatting over a couple of Which beers. Can hang, be. on, hang on a minute, <laughs> um, so you're too in-depth. <laughs> yeah, but certainly our um, yeah our uh, our version of uh, of what we're expecting. So make sure you check them out, and obviously let us know what you think as well. Uh, and you can do so by getting in touch at Attack Instagram on Twitter, and you can do so on Facebook as well. We've even got uh, an Instagram page. Which I very occasionally post to. So if that's your preferred medium, you can do that too. Uh, Right, loads coming up. We'll chat to you soon.
0: Sports Social Podcast Network.